0: Yo, yo, yo! What's good, everyone? Welcome to the In Conversation podcast with your host Andrew Cervantes. We got a good episode in store today. We're going to talk about a card show I went to for the first time in Sacramento talking about uh roseville flea market i went to and some cops i got there talking about drake getting into the the, the sports card hobby that's uh, a pretty big one um talking about uh, i'll talk about the details on that uh pete davison and kanye aka skeet <laughs> i'm gonna I'm give my thoughts on that and uh that whole thing going on um Talking about my most recent investments, I haven't really been talking a lot about like the financial stuff, even though I know there's low key like you know the crash going on with the economy and all that shit. I'm be talking about you know some some recurring payments I got or re- recurring investments I got going on. Uh, talking about this book, well, a book I've been listening to. It's a pretty popular book, Ray Dalio's Principles, classic for sure. I want to break down um, the five step process of this thing that I think anyone can benefit from. It, it's uh, it's actually it's a it's a gem really so we'll go over that talking about Tom Brady coming back Deshaun Watson having the charges dropped and uh most recently last night Curry being out indefinitely from the Marcus Smart injury so we got a lot of talk about on today's episode without further ado let's get right into the show welcome if you are new here you are greatly appreciated thank you for spending some time just listening to my show tell a friend to tell a friend thank you guys so about the card show in sacramento you guys know that i'm new to you know the hobby well really diving into the hobby i i would say i'm pretty new um i have been collecting cards really like my whole life like i do have like some pokemon cards from probably roughly around 2009 2010 that are actually kind of worth something but the thing about those they're not really in the best of the best condition so it's like are they really even worth shit and they probably really aren't right and i would have like the only ones that are really worth shit would be ones i would send to like or psa and then they would come back you know a mint 10 out of 10 and you know i honestly i don't know if i have any cards that are gem mint condition but so you know, I went to this card show and um, walk in There's a lot of I would say first thing I get <clears throat> first thing I see is a lot of a lot of old guys. And it's like I see like nineteen. 80s baseball cards and you know i was kind of just talking to them chatting it up and they're like oh yeah you know this hobby it's it's a lot of fun it's it, you know it gets expensive real quick and you know I was just asking them how how they got into the hobby and they're like oh i just been collecting ever since i was a kid and they're saying that their kids got them or they got their kids involved and you know some were saying that they don't really like how um you know new cards look nowadays and just stuff like that but it it was i wouldn't say it was like a huge like lobby where the the hobby was but it was it was a pretty uh decent size and there was a lot of you know vendors and stuff so i make my way around like kind of the whole building and um i'm going slow like i honestly i didn't even walk the whole thing I, we were running late kind of and we had like two hours to spare we got there right before it was gonna close with two hours to spare and um you know i'm walking around looking at all these people's cars and you see some crazy shit man like it is just We saw this guy that had this LeBron auto and it was um it was I mean, obviously it was autographed and I forgot there was another person but they said that it was a two player uh autographed card and he said that they had just bought it for twenty five hundred and I was like fuck man like these they got some big boy money to be spending on, you know, a piece of plastic that's fucking autographed and shit. But you did see some crazy stuff like some one of ones and you know like all the great stuff. I don't. It's just. It's a lot of fun in, in this hobby. And um, I was so close to buying this um, this Patrick Mahomes um, I think it was game worn. It was a game worn patch, and uh, it was pretty sick because you could see like the number and like the embroidery. Like it, you know, it was just sick. It was an origin ones, but I know those cards don't have a, you know, a reputation for being like the best of the best, like the coolest card you could get. But me personally, honestly, I'm not gonna front. Patrick Mahomes is one of my favorite quarterbacks. And to kind of just have, you know, a card with a piece of game-worn memorabilia is, it's sick, you know. And the fact that it was, I think it's, like, numbered to, like, 200 in the world, which is dope. But, uh, yeah, I I did end up buying some stuff. I didn't get no crazy shit, honestly, because I'm not in it for the money. I just got some cards I like. I spent, like, 30 bucks on, like, five cards. I got, like, an Aaron Gordon rookie it's a, it has a patch that's you know, it all my stuff is game worn. It all came with patches, and it's all well. I don't know about game worn, but it's player worn. It's um, I got five cards, right? I got an Aaron Gordon rookie, you know, with the patch worn by him. I got a Julio Jones card. I don't even know what fucking brand it is. I'm still new to this. I'm still trying to learn, but I got a Julio Jones patch worn by him. It was I think it's Gold Rush, and it's numbered to like two hundred. And I got a Deshaun Watson rookie patch worn by him. Uh, damn, what a, I got a Joel Embiid patch worn by him, and then the last one is oh man, I don't know why I can't think of it at the top of my head. It was a uh, um, damn, uh, honestly, I don't even know, I forgot. But the last one, it, it, I mean, they were all cool, they weren't nothing crazy. Oh, it was a Derrick Henry, Derrick Henry, that's what it was. Derrick Henry, Derrick Henry patch worn by him, which is pretty dope, you know. And people might be like, oh, you know, they might think it's expensive, but I mean, really, reality. Those players, they probably put on, like, 30 t-shirts at once. Well, this, this is what I learned while I, while I was at the convention. They said a lot of times, when, you know, with this player-worn stuff, they'll, you know, they'll put on, like, 30 t-shirts. Like, a company will tell them, put on, like, 30 t-shirts. They'll put it on, take it off, put it on, take it off, put it on, take it off, put it on, take it off. And then, you know, they'll, they'll I mean, it, they're not lying. It is player-worn, you know, or, like, used memorabilia and, uh, You know, it kind of sucks, but I mean, it is worn by him, but me personally, you know, since I wasn't trying to really drop a bag, I'm saving up for like, you know, my my traveling coming up and stuff, but I was happy with what I got, it's just cool to expand my collection because I had like, I I had zero patches, so to get like some cool stuff like that, it's just cool to have, you know, and cool to collect, so, you know, as I'm growing, you know, my catalog, or whatever they call it, I mean, your collection it's you know it's i don't know it's fun it's addicting man like i've been wanting to buy packs on uh ebay and or i know ebay supposedly isn't like the best place or like I don't, i've been wanting to wake up early and go on like target's website and buy shit and i don't know it's just it's addicting bro it's kind of dangerous it really is like a drug it's like crack almost you know like I don't, it's 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 bad low-key it's expensive and it adds up really fast you know and to get cards graded right now it's uh it's a process, you know, it's a lot of stuff is like delayed, that's what I've heard. And to get it graded by PSA, they're charging a hundred dollars a card just to get it graded, which is, you know, pretty absurd. I saw or I learned that, you know, before people would send in like a couple cards and get them graded for like fifteen bucks or some shit like that. I don't know if that's true or not. That's just that's what I've heard, but it probably was. But yeah, I mean it's an expensive hobby, but it's a shit ton of fun. So if you guys aren't really like um familiar with it, I definitely recommend getting familiar with it, especially if you're a sports fan. It's a lot of fun. Since we're on the hobby, uh, let's talk about Drake. Drake is getting into the hobby. Um, he bought like a shit ton of like National Treasures, um, like suitcases or whatever, and that those are like the best of the best boxes. Those go for like maybe like ten bands, like ten thousand dollars a you know a case, but you get some crazy pulls out of there. And uh, yeah, he bought a shit ton, and I, I saw him on Instagram Live the other day. There was only like two hundred people in there, and there he was just chatting it up, you know, with like people in the hobby. And it's just it was crazy because with Drake getting into the hobby, that means so much, and that means a lot more eyes are gonna be, you know, a lot of more people are gonna get involved, and you know that means more money to be made for you know people selling stuff and collectors. It's just cool to see like the culture getting into you know that that hobby specifically. So with Drake coming in. There's gonna be a lot of new people coming in. It's it'll be fun. I saw Drake actually open or he started his own um this is low key like exclusive news. The only way you found this out is if you were on that Instagram live. So he started a card page and it's called the at the Panini. The Panini Prism Prince. Wait, is it the Panini Prince? Fuck. Here, let me let me give you guys the right at. So if you guys wanna stop what you're doing and go look it up right now. I'm just in real time. Here we go. Right here. The Panini Prince six on Instagram. It's a it's a um it's a like a picture of three logos or three NBA logos. And um, yeah, so I mean, as of right now, it only has about... It's kind of crazy. This shit does have a shit ton of followers already. It has about 1,100 followers at the time of this. And um, that's only going to go crazy or grow crazy. It's going to, I mean, grow at a crazy rate. It really is. And um, yeah, it's just crazy. I saw that Kai Bentley, right? Kai Benley is a son of uh, a famous chef. That boy is dripped out. And him and his brothers are, um, you know, the real real cool dudes. Seem very approachable. His brothers fucking shredded Levi. There's three three brothers that I really uh, I think they're really cool and I really fuck with. You got Levi, Kai, and then you got Jet. Um, yeah, so Kai, right? Kai, I saw that Kai helped Drake get into the hobby. That's what Ben Baller was talking about on Twitter. Kai got Drake into the hobby. Because I know Kai's also been... You know, he's been in the hobby. And he... Low-key exposed me to it. Him and Ben Baller kind of exposed me to it. And then I got... I started getting into it. But... And then I took like a like a long break from it. Like for a couple months. And then now I'm re- like starting to get into it a lot more. But... Yeah. I, I know Kai and Drake were... They were at the Super Bowl together. And like in their suite and shit. So I know they're boys. They're both from um, Toronto, Canada and stuff. But I wanted to talk about this... This story I had with Kai himself... Kai has that brand. I don't know if you guys have ever seen it. It's the, um, strawberry, strawberry clothing. And it's like, he has that infamous thing, strawberry jams, but my Glock don't. I got my hoodie from him. I'll always support it. I got a Yankee snapback from him. That's, you know, it's like a digital camo. I actually, this is like, let me tell you this story about me and Kai. Me and Kai, you know, we had like a, um, just like a small conversation and I'm not trying to like be a leech or like, say like, you know, no clout chase or nothing, but I, I had ordered a shirt, or not a shirt, I ordered my Yankee hat, my digital camo hat, and, um, you know, it, it came in the mail, said it was delivered, and I was in the process of moving, you know, from my apartment to my new place, and uh, when I placed the order, you know, I, I placed it for the apartment, you know, thinking, like, I thought I would still be at the apartment, which I was, but yeah, so it gets delivered at the apartment, and then, um. You know, I I'm like okay, cool. It's there, chilling. A lot of times, uh, the packages would get you know they'd either be in the mailbox or they would be, you know, like at the office. So I would have to go pick them up. So I assume I'm like, oh, like you know the package is there. It's fine. It's chilling. You know, it's either in the manager's office or it's gonna be in the mailbox. So I'm good. And this is you know I ha- I had already moved. So I was like, I'll go back like tomorrow and like in two days or whatever, like, whenever we go back, and, you know, we finish the moving process, so I go back, or I think I called the the apartment, actually, I called the manager saying, hey, do you have, you know, um a package for apartment, fuck, I don't even know, I think it was 143, do you have a a package for apartment 143, and she was like, no, I don't have nothing, actually, and I was like, "Uh uh-oh, like, shit, that's kind of bad, so I go, I go check the mail at the apartment complex, nothing's there, and I'm like, fucking bitch, like, You know, you put one and two together, and you're like, damn, bro, don't tell me this just happened right now. And, yeah, the package was gone. it's completely gone. I I still haven't found it to this day. So, that means someone finessed it off of, you know, our porch right there. Some porch pirates on some fucked up shit. I think it was my neighbors right across from me, which is fucked up. I'm, like, 90% sure it was my neighbors right across from me because I could just fucking tell. I could just feel it. But... Yeah, all in all, um, you know, once I find out the package is gone, I DM Kai, and I just let him know, yo, bro, you know, um, my package, you know, it says it was delivered, it's not here, and, uh, you know, he pretty much put one and two together that it was stolen to, and then he asked me, he actually DM- DM'd me back, you know, he's verified and shit on Instagram, and, like, you know, so I'm kind of thinking, like, you know, it's kind of like a throwing a needle in the haystack, like, he's probably not gonna respond, you know, like, yada, yada, he still got paid, I just didn't get my shit, so it's like an L for me, right? so I DM him saying, yeah, my package, it says it's delivered, never was delivered, can you please help me out, bro, like, I'd appreciate it, and then he gets back, like, 10 minutes later, and he's like, he just asked me for my order number, you know, I sent him my order number, this and that, and then basically, you know, he didn't even say nothing at all, like, he just asked for my order number, and that was it, gave it to him, then he just liked the message, and then, uh, yeah, like, you know it it ends up coming in the mail like a week later and i was just like dude like he really hooked me up like he really went out his way to like look out for my stolen package which was dope so i'll i'll always be a supporter of strawberry i know it could be a little pricey at times but it's like a luxury like fashion like streetwear type of brand because i mean the quality on that shit is a1 it really is good i paid like a hundred and like 10 bucks for my strawberry jams with my glock don't hoodie but that's like my favorite hoodie and the way it fits and like it doesn't or it doesn't like shrink when you put it in the dryer. It's and it's embroidered like it's like the best of the best shit. But yeah, shout out Kai Bentley for hooking me up. I'll always be a supporter of Strawberry. You, you know, you're a real cool dude, real humble dude to just even get back to me and you know, hook me up and give me my hat, you know what I'm saying? So and then when I you know, when I, I shouted you out on my story and I just tagged you and stuff, you you like the message again. So, you know, you're you're approachable and you you know you're touchable and shit. So it's just, it's cool It's tumbling. Thank you, Kai. I I don't even know if you're gonna listen to the shit, but yeah, it's just I just thought it was a real cool story about Kai. And then Kai, you know, got Drake into the hobby. But that's me getting off fucking sidetracked and shit. But yeah, Drake's getting into the hobby. It's gonna be real good for the hobby. You know, um, some people might think it's bad. Some people might think it's good. I think it's good, you know, to see someone like that in the Humvee. He's probably going to get his son into it because all kinds of dads and, you know, their kids, they always get into sports cards, you know, like ripping open packs and shit. It's, it's a lot of fun. So if you if you are, you know, if you have a slight interest, I recommend, you know, doing some research, watching some videos on it. Even if you're in it for the money, you you know, you pull like a one-of-one one card that, that a card could be life-changing it really can you could pull a fucking crazy card i mean it also depends on the pack right like people they know what they have in those boxes and if they sell the boxes they'll sell them for like you know it really depends like some boxes go for like 800 bucks some go for like ten thousand dollars. some can go for like i don't know 50 bucks it really depends on what you get but yeah like if you're looking at for, if you're looking at it from a business standpoint I mean, you could make a lot of money, you know, you pull that card that's worth something, you're like, fuck, dude, like a, I don't know, like a crazy one of one or whatever the fuck you get, and then, you know, you put it in the sleeve, you send it to go get graded, it comes back perfect, you know, PSA 10 out of 10, gem mint, then now you're sitting on a nice bag and the card could be worth a couple G's when you spend like maybe $500 on like a box and, you know, and you pull the crazy card. So that's, you know, that's just unique, and that's a, it's a good business idea. I'm thinking about starting my own sports card and page, but me and my brother are, but, you know, we'll see. Obviously, we have to expand our collection and, you know, get a lot more heat and shit, but yeah, just an idea. But I want to talk about, you know, um, the Pete Davidson and Kanye situation, the Skeet and Kanye. First of all, I think I think it's actually pretty disrespectful that, you know, I think he's calling them, like, Ski, i think it's fucked up like that's it's wrong you know he has his own name and Kanye's acting like a little fucking kid right now with this whole shit and like you know just putting it all on social media and it's all gonna it could all backfire you know on him in court and it's just it's not cool it's it's fucked up it's it's childish i mean it's entertaining to us right to your average people but you know what's going on with them it's fucking it's embarrassing but yeah i mean this whole situation right Kanye, like, messaged Pete, or, like, the the messages got leaked, and Kanye messaged Pete and asked him where he was at, and then, um, he, you know, he, I think, uh, Pete, like, cussed him out in a message, and was like, oh, you use a profanity, where you at, and then, you know, Pete responded with, you know, I said, I'm in bed with your wife, and it was a picture of him in fucking bed, <laughs> and it was just, it was hella funny, like, he really, I mean, Pete was ignoring him like this whole time and Kanye just kept coming at him and coming at him and coming at him. And it's like when Pete did respond, he came at him hard and he like shut him the fuck up. And it was just funny. I mean, um, he got him back good, you know. He got him back really good, you know. And then, of course, Ye started to go on all these rants. And, you know, I honestly, I didn't even start to read him. I know he was, fuck, I don't even know, preaching about like Sunday service Uh, last Sunday, talking about his daughter's not gonna be able to go, and this and that, and fuck, I don't know, I, I, I didn't have time to read all them shits, like, you know, it's, it was, it's a lot, he'd just be going on these crazy-ass rants, and I don't got the time or the energy to, you know, to read it, but, yeah, uh, Kanye, I think, yay, actually, I think he needs some help mentally, trust me, I'm someone that, you know, that deals with mental health and stuff, or, like, you know, anxiety or whatever, but he is on another level man like i really do think he needs some help i think he's starting to tear down his legacy you know all the stuff that he's built it's almost starting to get like you know like almost like watered down almost and it's just it's not looking good and it's not helping him you know he's one of the greats and such a iconic person in you know the culture and so much influence on it and it just sucks to see that he's doing shit like this that's it's like bringing them down you know what i mean like some could say it you know it's it's adding on it Some's not you could i don't know make an argument on it i think it's bringing it down i mean i don't know man he's like a a-list celebrity like number one fucking thing but yeah um i want to talk about my most recent investments it's nothing crazy i set up well i don't how do i say this without like getting into deep deep details and shit let's see i set up a recurring investment right and it's for you know i would say i invest a couple hundred every you know every month into the s&p 500 and i got some going to ethereum uh you know s&p 500 i would almost say it's pretty much guaranteed if i hold on to it for years ethereum you know it's a little more high risk high reward situation which i'm okay with you know um I don't want to talk about the numbers, you know, and like, you know, motherfuckers might pull out a calculator and it's like, oh, this and this and this. And then you're like, oh, he's putting this much and then fucking comic or I don't know, copy me or do shit. I don't know. Judge me. I don't. It's not worth it, you know. But yeah, I, I mean, it is. I did the math and, you know, it, it is, you know, cool. I saw a couple TikToks from commune capital. Uh, shout out Mikey Taylor. He's another one that reached back to me on Instagram. Real humble guy, skater turned entrepreneur. Um yeah he kind of helped me out he answered some of my questions and stuff and um yeah uh he, he if you don't follow the commune capital page i highly suggest you going and following that trust me they every day i wake up they're like the first post i see and it's just like questions about you know building your por- portfolio or you know what investment should i make or like you know is it what's a roth R- ira how to get one started you know they basically answer a question a day and it's crazy like. You know, as you follow it and time goes on because we all check social media, you know, like first thing we do when we wake up and, um, you know, it's it's it helps a lot. And it gets like it gets my mind right in the right place. You know, it gets me motivated, inspired start the day. It's just a really good idea. But yeah, like he said, I think he was like, oh, if you invest like five hundred dollars a month and, you know, into this and you let it see sit. It was like a TikTok, And he was like, oh, the easiest way to become a millionaire. It was like you invest five hundred dollars and you put it in a portfolio and, you know, as a recurring payment. You know, every month for fuck who knows, like maybe like fifty years or whatever, you'll have like I don't know. Don't quote me on this math or whatever. I'm not calculating it. I'm just saying you'll have like two point, I don't know, let's say like two point one million. You know, by the time you're fifty, which is a lot of money, right? And um some people they don't have the patience for that. You know, like if you start that shit when you're eighteen, and you know all the way into your fifty, like you're only gonna have like two point one million. I mean, it's a lot of money, but that's also a lot of time. So I know some people argue with that, and they don't they don't fuck with that, but I really think, I mean, who wouldn't, you know, time's gonna go on regardless, so when you hit 50, you'll be glad that you made those investments, so I really think, you know, that's 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 almost like the easiest way to become a millionaire. If you wanna really do that, just set a recurring payment, or investment, you know, just set it up on Robinhood, whatever you trade on, Set it, it's super easy, like, even if you could do like 50 bucks a month, you know what I mean, like... Just put it in the S&P 500, put it in, you know, the Dow Jones Index Fund, anything, you know, it's just, it, it helps. But yeah, uh, I want to talk about Ray Dalio's Principles. If you don't know, it is a um, classic book that released in 2017. Ray Dalio is, fuck, he is a billionaire, right? Um, He's an old white man. I don't know exactly what his. I think he has a head fund or a venture capital company or something like that or something where you know he, he basically takes investments and he invests the money for him. I I yeah I think I fucking said what it, I don't know what the fuck I don't know my business terms yet. So sorry about that, but um yeah I've been listening to um Ray Dalio's principles and man there's so much game in there man. Like what I'm what I'm gonna tell you guys right now, is something it's a formula for success right and some people are like oh what the fuck there's no formula for success the way he broke it down is that there really is in this guy his whole purpose in life now that you know now that he's like 70 and you know he's getting old his whole mission is to spread the information on how to be successful and it's it's not like wealthy like oh like you know success is a million dollars success is this no it's just whatever you think it's success you know it's how to achieve that whether it's just, you know, doing what you love. If you like if you like Boba and you like making Boba, you know, at a Boba shop or whatever. Or whatever they're called. Um, you know, it's just that. Like, how to ch- achieve your successful life. Everyone has a different, you know, definition of success. But, yeah, I mean, it's a great book with huge keys of life. You know, like, so much information in there. I've been listening to the book on Audible. I got um, a free, free trial on Audible. And I got the biggest books I could think of, which was principles ray dalio and money masters game tony robbins and i i mean i'm a couple hours deep into both of them not done yet the principles one is like 16 hours in total and i'm like probably like close to eight hours in so yeah i, I just listen to, and this is like months i've had these shits for months and you know i just listen to them whenever i have time or i'm driving or you know i don't know say i'm at work or whatever i'll, I'll listen to them and you know i i always learn something and i i wish i can like write it all down well i can right but there's so much shit that like I don't know. I almost feel like every sentence, every sentence is damn near like another thing you could learn. So there's so much. There's if there's uh, an easier way for like people if they're interested in it, go to Ray Dalio's YouTube uh, channel, and he has a I think it's a video like Principles by Ray Dalio, like our summary of Principles by Ray Dalio. And it's a 30-minute video, and it breaks it all down. And let me tell you, every step is literally crucial and, like, keys to have your successful life. So I highly recommend go listen to that book or go watch that video. Trust me. If you don't want to read the book, you don't want to listen to the audio, you know, book, go watch that video. Life-changing video. I'm telling you. It's inspiring. It's motivating. You want to do anything in life, that's it. Let me break down this uh, formula for success, you know, that Ray Dalio do it in his book or like said in his book because i think you should everyone should know this and you know you should pass this down to whoever you know right so look this is it right here i think anyone can benefit from this no matter what your situation is one you get your goals right what you're going after two on your way to your goals you encounter your problems because nothing's easy right so you're going to encounter problems three you're going to get your diagnosis of those problems to get to the root of those problems you know the root cause so once you get that root cause four you got to design a to-do list to you know to get out of that problem then five the last step you got to do it simple as that if you don't do all right, or so let's say if you skip one of those steps you will not get it every step of that is crucial right let's just say let's think of working out right let me let me try breaking this down you know live on time like with no notes and no nothing Let's say working out. Let's say I want to look like fucking I don't know. Let's say Logan Paul, right? Logan Paul is a shredded dude. Alright, so I have a goal, right? What I'm going after. I want to look like Logan Paul, right? I I don't I personally don't want to look like Logan Paul. He's hella big and I'm skinny as fuck, but I'm just saying this. <laughs> um okay, so a goal, right? What you're going after. Let's say I wanna be as buff as Logan Paul. Okay, I encounter a problem. Let's say, I don't know, um, Fuck, let's say, what's a problem you can encounter when you're trying to be buff as hell? Let's say, I don't know, I'm not i am not eating enough, right? So, I'm not eating enough, that's a problem. Let's see. Three, you gotta diagnose those problems to get at the root cause, right? So you gotta dissect it and this and that. that. I mean, it might be a little easier to do when I, you know, can actually sit down and like really think about it. But the diagnosis of, you know, I'm not eating enough would, I would assume to be, you know, eat more. Right? That's the root cause. The simple as that. Is just eat more. Just have more calorie intake. Just do more shit. I don't know. Just I don't know, eat a steak, eat a protein shake, just eat, 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 right? So that let's just say that's the diagnosis of, you know, the root cause. And then four, you gotta get, you know, the to do list, which I really just designed to fucking eat. eat, 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 right? Like a steak and uh I don't know, whatever, a calorie shake, like a mask gainer shake, any type of shake, protein shake, anything to up your calorie intake, right? Then five, you gotta do it so i got to eat more i got to drink those shakes i got to you know work out obviously and this and that so whatever you know so that's you do that you're going to keep going up and 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 you know then you know i don't know you you'll have your successful life whatever your goal is so i just want to share that i think a, anyone on planet earth can benefit from that you know solution the five step process and then also you know his this real quick. I just want to throw this in. The pain plus, refl- pain, pain plus reflection equal progress, right? And that's pretty self-explanatory, I would assume. Pain plus reflection equal progress. So if you're ever in a hardship, just remember pain is, you know, the first thing. Reflection is the second. And then after you do that, that's progress. Just remember that. Okay. On to, you know, sports. <clears throat> I want to talk about uh, Tom Brady coming back. Look. Deep down inside, I had a feeling Brady was gonna come back. I'm not trying to throw that shit out there. it's like, oh yeah, whatever you fuck fucking didn't know. you guys remember that he never officially said like I'm retired or he left it out of his of his Instagram back that or his Instagram like caption when he posted that post that you know he didn't say he was fully gone in like forever. he didn't have like a i mean he had like a slight farewell, but it wasn't like ever like hundred and ten percent legit that saying that he was done. So that in the back of my mind, at most what I was thinking, I was like, I wouldn't be surprised if Brady does some shit like he sits out this season and then goes on next season. But now that I really look at the bigger picture, that would make no fucking sense because now he's like wasting a year of his life and he's only going to get older, right? So I know a lot of people talking about, oh, he went home, you know, to his kids and shit. You know, they're a lot of work or whatever the fuck. So now he's got to get back on the field. I personally, I don't have no kids. I don't have a wife. So I don't know what the fuck it's like to run a household like that. So, you know, but one thing I do know is Tom Brady is going to Santa Clara in Levi Stadium. And I will be there for sure. I have to watch the GOAT before he retires. Is this his farewell season? I have no clue. I think it depends on how deep they go into the playoffs and maybe if they win another chip, whatever, you know, he's just trying to you know build well his resume is already established, but his uh, you know he's just trying to add on top of his greatness and shit. But I will be at that Tom Brady versus 49er matchup in Santa Clara. For sure. I probably will be at the Niners versus Chargers in Santa Clara, as well. The one I'm iffy about that I really want to go to is Niners versus Raiders in Las Vegas. I hope to God when I go to Vegas on my, you know, my 21st birthday, I'm going from October 14th through 17th. I hope to God that the schedule comes out. I mean, because we're gonna be there first Sunday, and it will be football season in October. I hope to God that the Niner and Raider game falls on october 16th that would be amazing at allegiant stadium that would be literally the universe and god just putting that there like how can i not go like you know especially if i'm gonna be there with all my family and all my cousins we're gonna have like a party of 10 and shit we're about to be deep so if i could go to that you know and experience that with my like my friends and family Oh man, that'd be that'd be that's like a bucket list thing, you know. Just cross that off the bucket list because that would be amazing. That'd be so sick. But yeah, Brady's coming back. Uh, I'm excited, man. Like I know he's someone that like as a Niner fan, you low key got to worry about just because no one really likes to go against Brady because you know he's always amazing and he's always so good. But you know, I just I'm someone that just I, I love to appreciate appreciate greatness while it's here. And, uh, you know, just to watch it for, you know, one more season or who knows how much more seasons, you know, I'm just grateful to be able to experience that because I wasn't able to watch Jordan or no one like that. I remember watching Allen Iverson a little bit, but, you know, I I mean, I watched Kobe. I've watched LeBron, obviously, but, you know, just it would have been sick if I could watch, you know, Jordan. So this looks like, you know, the Jordan of football. So, you know, in order to, or just to be able to wa- watch that and experience that and maybe, you know, just tell my kids how how it was and just be in the, the hobby whatever whatever, you know, it's just sick and it's just, a you know, it's dope. It's dope. But yes, uh, I want to talk about Deshaun Watson, you know, having those charges dropped. I know he was going through that whole shit and he's, you know, been out last season. He was out last season because of all those, you know, those I don't know, rape allegations or whatever the fuck it was. I don't really know the whole details. But, I mean, deep down inside, I don't want to say I n- knew he was, you know, like, not guilty. But we all know that what these athletes and these rappers, you know, a lot of the women they hook up with, yada, yada. You know, a lot of them will agree to, you know, like, I don't know, sleeping with them or, you know being with them a night, and then as time goes on, you know, they'll try to pull some funny shit and, you know, say that, oh, he did this to me, he did that, and, you know, like, fuck that, like, you know, they try to pull some fast ones and, you know, prey on his downfall and bring him down, you know, because they're trying to get a bag at the end of the day, so, you know, I think it's fucked up because I, I deep down inside, I wouldn't, like, I thought he was, you know, I, I never thought he was really guilty, I don't know the guy personally, but I do know that these allegations keep popping up. You know, and the fact that he's not guilty now, it's... I mean, it's good, but, like, these women, you know, they need to be punished for making false allegations. I, just, I really do think, you know, they, they can't just be saying shit and then not having no consequences with it. Because that's not something to fuck around about, you know? That's someone's life, that's someone's career, that's someone's future, you know what I mean? So, you can't be saying false shit like this, it's just it's dirty it's not cool you know it's it's fucked up and I think they should be punished for some shit like that because you know it's 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 fucked up it really is it's it's fucked up that whole Deshaun Watson case I'm happy you know he's not guilty he was found not guilty so you know I don't know I never seen no fucking text messages or nothing saying that like oh he didn't he didn't do it or whatever I'm just saying you know him having the charges drop is is, is it's it's cool good for him he's a talented football player I would love to see him back on the field and, you know, start building, you know, his his brand, himself, his his career, you know, his future back up. That would be dope. I want to talk about, man, this sucks for Warrior fans right here. Last night, Marcus Smart, dope for a loose ball, right? As he's diving for that loose ball, he's you know, he he kind of, like, lands on Steph Curry's leg and, you know, forces it to bend, you know, in an awkward position a little bit. And, um you know, Curry gets up, and he's limping and shit, and, like, you motherfucker. Like, it sucks, right? And you're like, no one wants to see their star player, especially when, you know, it's, like, the first game with Clay Draymond, and Steph back, and now Steph gets hurt. And then this morning, they announced that he's out indefinitely, saying that, you know, like... I don't know. He could be back like April maybe or by the, the start of the playoffs or like towards the late of the playoffs. But, man, it just sucks because this is it's crucial time right now, you know, with the playoffs. And, you know, I think we're the third seed as of right now. And, fuck, without Curry, man, I wouldn't be surprised if we dropped a couple seeds or, you know, one or something. Like, it just sucks, man. Like, fuck, I don't know. Like, I honestly, I don't think it was Marcus Smart's fault. For you know falling on him like that I know Steve Kerr and uh, you know Marcus Smart had that chat And he seemed like he was kind of coaching them on like Oh don't like don't you don't do shit like that You know like you don't fall on people's legs And you know hurt them especially when they're fucking Steph Curry But I don't know man It didn't look intentional It Like it looked like he was just a hustler You know he has that you know that That a reputation for playing like you know Hustle ball or whatever like physical ball and I just think he was, you know, diving for a loose ball, and then Curry just happened to be there, and, you know, it just, his legs just happened to get caught up in it, I don't think he did it, you know, on purpose or nothing, but it just sucks, you know, because, I don't know, it, it sucks for Warrior fans, because that's our guy, you know what I'm saying, even though he hasn't been having, like, a hell of a season, at first he started off on fire, but, you know, he slowed down a lot, but, you know, to have him, to not have him out there, it's a big impact on the team, and, uh, you know, the way we play and everything, so someone's gonna have to step up, it's probably gonna be Jordan Poole, Clay Thompson's hopefully, you know, probably gonna get more minutes and stuff, Draymond, hopefully he has a better game than last night, I think he had like two points or whatever, Um hopefully he has a way better game than that shit, um, but yeah, man, it's it sucks for Warrior fans, you know, it really does suck, but, you know, I'm in there, loyal, Uh I hope you know the Warriors make a deep run in the playoffs. I'm hoping to God it's Warriors Suns Western Conference Finals because if it is, I probably will be at one of those games. I gotta go to one. They're probably they're probably gonna be pricey, and I'm honestly not even gonna front. I'm probably gonna be in the nosebleed seats. Uh-huh. But you know to experience a playoff game, you know in San Francisco like that, it's it's you know it's a vibe that's unmatched. It's it's sick. You know these sporting events, as you guys could probably tell, I love going to them. But yeah. It's, you know, I got, I got to be there. So hopefully we make a deep run and, um, you know, the finals too. Hopefully, you know, we get a chip. I noticed with this NBA season, there's not one team that's completely dominating to the point where it's like, okay, they look like they're going to win the shit. It almost seems like a lot of people are playing kind of like, uh, I don't want to say sloppy ball, but like, you know, it's not a season where there's one team where it's like, okay, this team is the fucking one that looks like, you know, they've been playing from the beginning of the season to the end of the season. They've been balling out. There hasn't been one team. You know the thing that's close, the team that's closest to that is probably the Suns that have like the shit all together with no really dis- distractions, kind of just fully you know prepped. And they're still not even you know that that legit. Honestly, I'm not even gonna front. You know that they didn't make it to the finals last year, but I you know I just don't. I'm not even trying to sound like a hater. Like I'm a D book fan and all this stuff, but I just don't see them being legit. I can I can see them winning a chip. You know I really can. I just I don't know if it's this season. I really don't. I don't know. But yeah, um, while we're on the topic of, you know, these sporting events, uh, I probably, I, I'm like 95% sure I'm going to be going to actually the Sacramento Kings versus Phoenix Suns game this Sunday. So that'll, you know, all the info on that will be on um, Tuesday's episode of the podcast. Uh, you know, that, that'll be cool. I've never seen Devin Booker play in person or nothing like that. It's a Sunday at like three o'clock, so you know that that'll be a fun one to go to. I I don't really go to afternoon games like that, but you know it it, it seems like a lot of fun, and uh, yeah, just on a Sunday, you know, in Sacramento, it's it'll be a lot of fun to you know to see them the mall play, and to see the new Sacramento Kings team, you know, with uh, Sabinos and shit, and um, you know, De'Aaron Fox. Like I don't know, man, that Tyrese trade is it's frustrating. I'm not a Kings fan, but. You know i live like 40 minutes from the arena 45 minutes from the arena and it's just like fuck, man you know i, I still got some love for him and it's like that fuck, the, the organization is just trash man like when you thought you couldn't get more disappointed you got more disappointed <laughs> just crazy but yeah um i'll you know i'll probably be there i'll let you guys know how that is i don't think i'm gonna get no crazy seats i'm probably just gonna you know go with my dad and stuff and just you know hang out just have some you know some family time just chill but, yeah, uh, that'll be Sunday. Uh, I I got two episodes for you guys this week. Um, I know I said this would be going up on Thursday, but it, it's going to be going up on Friday. I just thought because, I I mean, the Jacob Pico interview, the previous episode, I thought I should let that, you know, sit down and kind of like, you know, if people haven't had time to listen to it, I just think it's too recent. You know, the fact that I dropped the, the interview on Tuesday and then I'm going to drop, like, if I was to drop this episode on Thursday, it's it's too soon, right? So, this is, I mean, in real time, if you're listening to this, it's Friday, you know, um, but yeah, I'm recording this on Thursday. It's just going to be going up, you know, Friday, but yeah, uh, got you guys with two episodes, you know, um, you know, happy to be doing two episodes. I know before when I was doing it, it started to like, you know, be a, a lot of wear and tear on me and, you know, it just, it started not to be fun when I was recording and, you know, it was a lot of, a lot of, uh. I don't know, it just seemed like too much. A lot of research, a lot of notes, a lot of everything. I just felt like my life was kind of like, like evolved around like working out, podcast school, gym, working uh, working out, gym, what the fuck. Working out, college, um, podcast, and then like family time, really. I don't stuff like that. But yeah, man, uh, without further ado, uh, that's pretty much a wrap on today's show. Um, tell a friend to tell a friend. If you haven't, leave a five-star review on the Spotify app. Stop what you're doing right now. If you're listening in real time, open your phone. Are you with me? Okay. Go on either the Spotify app or the Apple podcast app. Go leave a five-star review right now. Please. It would be greatly appreciated. I'm trying, you know, I'm trying to get this show on some type of chart, some, something. I need you guys' help. So if you guys made it all the way through to here, please just, you know, leave me a review. It's greatly appreciated. Tell a friend to tell a friend, you know. We're building, you know, a, a little uh, empire right now. It's uh, these downloads we just surpassed over a thousand downloads. You know, we're listened or you know, people listen in, You know, a couple different countries for sure. Um, Russia, Belgium, you know, shit like that. Of course, we have United States. We have like New York, Chicago. There's so much shit. Florida, like people in Mexico, Africa africa which is fucking crazy um you know there's there's a lot of places i don't want to name them all and stuff or sound like cocky or nothing but yeah i'm just grateful for all you guys you guys made it this far leave a five-star review tell a friend to tell a friend follow our instagram page at in conversation pod on instagram leave me some feedback leave me anything some topics you want to talk about i'm i'm here for it thank you guys for listening to the show and uh i'm out of here i'll see you guys tuesday peace